Hi there, and welcome to the Anita Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Anita Rombo, and this is the podcast for growth-oriented women to have authentic, real talk. Nothing is off the table here, but as an intuitive self-relationship coach, you'll find the content gravitates towards mindset, intentional action, spirituality, and all things wellness. So if you're ready to learn, laugh, show up, and glow up to be the best version of yourself, grab your favorite bevy, settle in, and we've got lots to chat about. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Anita Chat. I hope you are doing well today. I am so excited to welcome a guest to the chat, Dr. Kristen Wild. She is an award-winning holistic health practitioner, educator, and speaker. She holds a PhD in metaphysical science and a diploma in applied psychology. She is a creator of a therapy modality called awareness therapy and the founder of Modern Health Solution. And she's best known for supporting people experiencing chronic illnesses and mental health conditions. Dr. Kristen Wild, welcome to the show. Hi. How are you? Oh my gosh, I'm so good. That's great. I'm I'm very excited to have a chat with you today. I just can't wait to dive deep. Can we start though, first and foremost, with your experience in helping people with chronic illnesses and mental health conditions? I believe you yourself are able to help people through this transformation because of your own experiences. Can you share your origin story with us? Totally. And I guess it's like all uh, so many of us, we end up in these spaces and and for me in, in this vocation. And I had no idea that this is who I was going to end up being. Like no clue. Sure. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I used to be a real estate agent and I was one of those people that just have that attitude of like, I'm going to do it all. I can do it all. No problem. And so I was like fast tracking my career and then having babies, two C-sections, two years in a row. And then I just always was able to count on my body. I hadn't even considered that something could go wrong. Like that, the idea of that was just absurd to me. And sure enough, two, five weeks after I had my second daughter, I suddenly and swiftly became very ill. I had blood poisoning and then I had a super dose of antibiotics. And then long story short, all of a sudden I woke up one day and it felt like both my wrists were broken. Like I couldn't open the door handle and immediately went into denial, like because my mind didn't know how to deal with it. It was like, this is weird. (laughs) It just started progressing and it would like my, it felt like my bones were taking turns being broken in different joints. And then eventually went to a doctor and my, met, my general practitioner was really good. She, she dialed it in right away. She's like, this sounds like rheumatoid arthritis. Then was sent to a specialist and she said that I had psychosis, that I was dealing with postpartum and that it was in my head. And so I essentially went into denial for another three years before oh, the damage. Those are two yeah. very different diagnoses. <laughs> okay. 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 Keep going. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no worries. I know. It's very confusing. This is, this is a lot of people's stories who are living with autoimmune. It's a lot of their stories where it's like you go one place and you get one opinion and you go another place and you get a completely opposite opinion. So it was three years later and the damage had started to set in in my body. So I was sent to a different specialist and then it was the opposite. It was like, you have severe rheumatoid arthritis. You need to be on multiple medications. And if you don't take these medications, you're going to be in a wheelchair. And I'm like, oh. And so I tried taking the medication. I just couldn't do it. I just felt gross every time. I had to learn how to self-inject. 
And it, every time I was like, I'm putting like chemotherapy medication into my body every single week and I feel like crap. And I'm like this. And, you know, I'm not for or against medication still to this day because every individual is different. And yet it was not working for me. And so I didn't really take it. I went into the specialist and he was like, you're not taking your medication. And I was like, what? And he's like, I can see you're not filling your prescription. And I was like, oh. And he's like, I don't think I can help you. He was like, you have a mental health issue. So again, I now I have a mental health issue. And he's he was just like, you have this disease. You're going to have it for the rest of your life. And if you don't take medication, you're going to be in a wheelchair. And you don't believe it. And I was like, you're right. I don't. Like, I cannot believe this. It doesn't make sense. Like, I meant for so much more than this. And so I just, like, set out to find a way. And I spent seven years doing absolutely anything and everything I could. I spent over $150,000. And I got sicker and sicker and <laughs> sicker until I was, like, on my deathbed, essentially. My organs were shutting down. I had an infection. I was told I needed four joint replacements. I actually hit that point where I was in an airport and someone said to me, hey, ma'am, we're going to insist you have to sit in a wheelchair here. And I was like, that was it. That was rock bottom for me. And so much I want to unpack yeah. here. So yeah, okay. <laughs> interestingly, I also have an autoimmune condition. I have celiac disease. And I was diagnosed in my late 20s, early 30s. And it just kind of came out of nowhere. I spent the whole my whole life eating gluten. I mean, everyone does in North America, right? And didn't even know what gluten-free was or gluten was for that matter. And it was actually a Reiki practitioner that I went to who was able to pick up on the fact that I had a lot of inflammation in my stomach. And she suggested that I go on a gluten-free diet. So that this is the start of me learning Reiki and becoming a practitioner in Reiki. So that's a fun fact. I don't know if I've ever shared that on the chat. So there we go. Amazing. <laughs> and I mean, it sounds woo-woo, right? Like, and I'm, I was there to actually get over our heartbreak. And the last thing I thought that, and, and just to kind of focus on like clarity and what are the next steps in my life? And the last thing I thought I'd be walking away with was some sort of diagnosis. And I, of course, had no idea what she was talking about. And she gave me this big spiel on what gluten is and what kind of things I should be looking for and what kind of some good brands are where I could find it. And of course, I came home and I thought, OK, well, I'm going to give this a shot. There is nothing. It's hard to tell what a framework or benchmark for health is, because if this is how you've been feeling your whole life, how do you know that other people aren't feeling that? Right. Yeah. And so. That actually prompted me to go on a gluten-free journey, and I felt so much better. I had no idea that people could feel this good. I'm like, is everyone else feeling this way? Like, wow, right? Obviously, you thought, okay, maybe I should loop in my family doctor because, you know, they, they manage our health. I, too, am not for or against medication. I think everything has its own place, and I am typically not a huge user of the healthcare system. So when I do go see a doctor, it's usually because I don't like taking medicine. I like managing things naturally. Anyways, when I go to a doctor, it's usually a pretty big deal. Like, you know, I don't show up at their door every week as a hypochondriac. And I remember that they didn't believe me. And I remember that this was a, yeah. a walk-in clinic because my doctor was actually away at the time. And the lady asked me if I was of British ancestry or origin. I said, no. And she said, well, then you have nothing to worry about. And I did want to tell her, oh, my Reiki lady picked up on this. So I'm just like, hey, like I'm experiencing these symptoms. I, I, you know, Dr. Google like tells me that I might be this. And she didn't believe me. But she said, in, in our province in Ontario, you can get tested through blood work, but it's not covered. 
under our insurance. And I said, that's fine. I'm okay. Whatever it is, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll Mm -hmm. do the test. She's like, fine, but you don't have it. And anyway, she called me back in the office and apologized profusely when she saw that my levels were so high. Like they were the highest. They they surpassed the Mm -hmm. upper threshold. That's how Mm -hmm. like bad it was. And and then that probably led me through my journey. But I was very fortunate because unlike you, where it took so many years to kind of get it right. And Mm -hmm. I kind of got it right the first time, but I had help from like a very (laughs) non-traditional method. The second thing that really resonated with me in not so great a way is how quick you were labeled as having a mental health condition because Mm -hmm. we were potentially in denial. Having these diagnoses thrown at you is a huge deal. It impacts every aspect of your life. And there's a lot of stages of processing. And, you know, just because you aren't compliant with your medication doesn't necessarily mean that you have psychoses. Like that, that blows my mind. I can't even believe that. That person shouldn't be allowed to practice. And then thirdly, just how I think your story just illustrates how beautifully how mindset has so much to do with, with healing and recovery. Like you were not able to accept it because you did not want that for yourself and you were very determined mm-hmm. to find another path. And I'm assuming you did because I'm seeing yeah, you in a wheelchair. You look gorgeous. Thank Everybody, you. she looks gorgeous. She's also single. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but yeah, it's fine. It's in <laughs> Thanks so much. So how did you heal yourself? Like, what, what, what happened? So it's a combination of things. It's really a step-by-step process. And when I first started going through the process, I couldn't have explained it to you. And now it's like, okay. So it really, I had to hit that rock bottom where I gave up and stopped trying to like strong arm everything. You know, like it was like, I was always one of those people that like pushed through and like, okay, when I get through this, then I'll relax and rest and didn't. It was like always that future driven. And so it was when it just, there was nothing left for me to do. I was like bedridden. I was in so much pain and I couldn't stand for longer than five minutes. I could sit for longer than five minutes. I couldn't lie down for longer than five minutes. It was excruciating. And so I had a breakdown when my butt hit that wheelchair and I looked at my daughters and they're looking at me and they're so this just concerned look on their faces. And I just started to silently pray. And I, it's like, it was the turning point for me because I, I just started to pray and said, God, source, divine goddess, whatever you want me to call on you. <laughs> it's like, please start sending me answers. Please send these answers. It's like, or, you know, just, take me like I cannot do this anymore like I can and you know and it was that strange I'll never forget it it was like this energy came up from the ground and up through my body and I knew in that moment that things were going to be different that I was going to find answers and the next day they started coming in from different directions so I first like went to Google. I had this feeling like this sense. It's like Google a nutritionist that has cured themselves of an autoimmune condition. And that's where I started was nutrition. So when you talk about that with the gluten-free, that's where I started. And then it was like, and then another answer came and then another answer came. And then even to this day, they still come. So I was told I needed four joint replacements. That's going to be irreversible. I'm at the point where three are a hundred percent reversed. And then my fourth one I am working on right now with natural interventions of reconstructing my shoulder. Wow. 
it's amazing. And so it keeps going. And it's like that healing. I've been in full remission for well over, I think, well, four and a half years now where I'm not. And every day I get healthier. It's like truly, it's like a living Benjamin Button situation. <laughs> like it's that's a good problem to have. It's so fun. And yeah. And so it was like people just started asking, like, what have you done? Because they saw me so sick. Right. And then saw me all of a sudden, I'm like this little sprite jumping around with all this energy. It's like, how on earth did this happen? And I couldn't really articulate it. And so I ended up going back to school. That's why I got my psychology so that I could start understanding the mind body connection. And that really clicked things together. And now it's like take people through on a step by step journey through the healing experience. So similar. I can't believe this. We, we, for everyone listening, we did not plan this. We actually don't know very much about each other. So this is like essentially our first conversation. As a soul strategist and success coach, what, that's one of the pillars that I use as well. So my, one, my undergraduate degree was in psychology and it's because I'm so fascinated with the way we think and how it impacts, you know, mindset in terms of all of that kind of stuff. And I really weave it with our spiritual mind, body, soul connection to Absolutely. help us get to success and then bring in the science fact results yeah. and strategy that I've you know, learned from my academic career as a, as a healthcare professional and as an MBA. So that, again, we're really very complementary in the way we approach mm. people and approach healing and, and wellness and just living. Totally. That yes, is so totally. Cool. And it's and not or to me. So it's like, yeah. in, well, it isn't science or spirit. We can call it consciousness. We can call yeah. it energy, whatever you want to call it. It is. I, you know, I, yes, you're speaking my language. And so, and so that it's not about, it's funny because I kind of, when I was doing that, my, my bachelor's degree, it was like, I just want to know the truth for truth's sake. So I would study spirituality and studying scientific studies, whatever, you know, it's like, and it's so funny because I totally went through the intellect like you did. And many of us do in Western culture, we need to know the things. So we go through the intellect intellect, and we ended up on this spiritual journey. For me, anyways, I am, my, my roots are actually Eastern. My parents are from India. And so I'm deeply embedded in the Ayurvedic and, you know, yoga and meditation, all that type of stuff was, you know, home remedy, all those kinds of things, plant medicine, all that type of stuff is stuff that was ingrained in us. So I feel very fortunate that way because growing up, it was a bit awkward because I'm growing up in the East. I was born and raised in the East, but I had the strongest Western roots. And that's really what I affiliate most with. But I was really caught in parallel cultures, right? Like my parents are from a different country. They're trying to figure out how to settle here. School, you know, you're speaking a language. You're trying to fit in, but you definitely look different. You act different. You talk different. Your beliefs are different. And interestingly, now I can say I was fashion forward because I didn't to meditate at age seven before YouTube and Google and Dom and Headspace and all that stuff. But no seven-year-old back then was doing that. No adult was yeah. doing that. If you talked about that shit, you were crazy, right? So Isn't there's a little, so bit funny? Of, a little bit of a little bit of to myself recently, just because allowing myself to express those parts of me that I had to suppress for my whole life that were such a strong piece of my identity, I just didn't feel safe doing it. And now I think as an entrepreneur, I'm just like, how do I want to show up in the world? Like, I want to show up as me. Yeah. And this is a big part of me and just allowing that to, to be. But yeah, totally agree. There's a, it's not an either or. It's 
is, is and it's just about yeah. finding yourself on the journey and however you resonate most with whatever mm-hmm. terminology, whatever works for you. Like there's no right or wrong. It's mm-hmm. just yeah, it's intention, yes. right? If you are, if your intention is to be a good person and to just continuously better yourself, then when you make mistakes, it's no big deal. You make up for them, apologize, move on. It's like walking that fine edge of the knife. It's all about intention. So there's there's a million paths. Yes. Uh, probably an infinite number of paths, like realistically. Right. And it's, it's not like, yeah, you could be on the, like, I'm in the school of personal development, self-growth and lifelong learner, multi-passionate, that's me. Mm-hmm. Or you could be like, oh, I believe in, in XYZ religion that teaches me to just do good and da 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 And that's why every day I'm going to do better. That's cool too. Yeah. Or yeah, you like source, spirit, universe, like, you know, <laughs> is guiding me. Yeah. You know, like whatever. Yeah. It's all the same. Yeah. At least that's or I studied quantum physics and I yes. know how protons act. Like, and all of that is spiritual. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, absolutely. I think I told you about it when we were first talking, but you should really look into the Healy device. It's mm-hmm. a it's a bioenergetic mm-hmm. device, which like you can check and see what frequencies you're emanating at, what frequencies you could use to like achieve certain things. Or you could see you run programs and you could say like, oh, okay, like I need help in X. I'm deficient in this or whatever, like, I, you know, and tap and beam these energies over to you. Just a quantum physics thing. Um, they yeah. have coils to help do it. Anyways, it, I love it. I love, love, love it. And so Kristen, if you're interested, I can let you know. People tuning in, if you're interested, I can let you know. Again, I haven't mm-hmm. talked about this. I guess you're bringing yeah. out a whole different side of me to this time. I haven't. It's, it's all me. Yeah, all of these things are me. That's the thing is when we open up the conversation and we're just, we're curious, right? We're always open. For me, it's like I get called an expert on this field and I find it hilarious because it's like the longer I study it, the more I realize I don't know anything. And we're just all on this together. We're all peers. Just figure it all out. And as my friend is called growth mindset, right? If we thought we knew everything, we would be adopting a fixed mindset, you know, we would just be closing ourselves off to all this learning. And I think that's one of the things that drew us to each other is that like, not only do we have so much in common, but we just wanted to learn from each other. I remember like, we were just like, hey, tell me more about this. So tell me more about quantum physics. Like, Why would you want to pursue education, advanced education in quantum physics? Because to me, that just sounds so boring. Yes, I know. I did it well before. It was cool. And now it's cool. It's and you were cool. fashion forward and, too. Yeah. So it's, well, and that's what we do, right? And so some people are meant to be bridges in that aspect, right? Everyone has their job. And yeah. so sometimes we have to do things that people don't think are very cool. <laughs> and so, yeah, it was, I was fascinated by it anyway. I love science and logic. And I also am so interested in cultures and, and religion and spirituality. And so it kind of brought the two of them together. And it was funny because I went in really studying like scientific experiments, which is like, so like there's the Heisenberg principle, for instance. And so that's it that, you know, a proton, for instance, like a very small part of an atom will behave differently if someone's watching it than if no one was observing it. So it's like, it requires an observer to behave. And so I'm still so fascinated by, uh, by the quantum and we unfold more and more as our technology grows, we get to discover more and more. Whereas it, 
people will be like, oh, that, you know, the word woo-woo comes up a lot now. But the fact of the matter is, is it is not like that at all anymore. Quantum physics is like exponentially taking off. And if you look into these studies, and tremendous quantum physicists just won the Nobel Prize for creating quantum computing and quantum technologies. So it's here, it's now. And so essentially what the quantum is and why it's so fascinating is it transcends time and space. So I think it was like Einstein called it spooky science from a distance. <laughs> and that is, um, I mean, do you think that that had anything to do with your healing? Because, I mean, you, you mentioned it has to do you with felt a lot that of feeling, like, could it have yeah. been, right? Yeah. So I think it has a lot to do with everything we experience. So that creation piece, we hear the law of attraction, like yeah. attracts like. Well, for instance, just as like a general fact, 68% of the universe is dark matter. So it's, we can't see. So like we're matter, this house is matter, and 68% of our universe is dark matter. It's where we can't see. And then I can't remember the percentages, but there's a large percentage of our universe that is dark energy. So it's energy that hasn't come to fruition yet. So literally, we are creative beings and things come out of the ether. And this literally happens. And so now that the science is catching up with all of that, now we can actually start to develop these belief systems of what does that mean for us as humans, as creative beings? And it's mind-blowing. <laughs> that is pretty cool. So how, so did you have a mental health condition? Because I know you mentioned that you support people with mental yeah, health no. Okay. No, well, so um, I have ADHD. But I wouldn't be able to get a diagnosis if I tried because I'm considered high functioning. And yet I definitely have things where I have to be very strategic with myself. Otherwise, I'm all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Again, another interesting similarity. I just did a collaboration very recently. I don't think the actual the episode is out yet, but... Dr. Dara Abraham, I interviewed her. She's a psychiatrist and her specialty is in ADHD and she also has ADHD. And I was drawn to her because I was like, hey, I hear that a lot of multi-passionate creators tend to have it. So many people have come up to me and said, hey, I think, you know, you you could be one of us, you know. And as I've been looking and researching more into it, like I really, I see myself kind of there as well without a formal diagnosis. But anyways, that was a really great talk. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that when it comes out. I think you'll enjoy it too. Yeah. I'll drop you oh, on now. Awesome. Let you know. Yeah, we're actually creating a group right now, Modern Health Solution, where we are bringing in entrepreneurs with ADHD to discover, you know, what they're doing and to have like casual conversations and just to see like what's working with some people and what's not working so that we That's can work right. together, kind of doing some peer research. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So tell me more about, sorry, what was it called? Modern Health Solution? Modern Health right. Solution. Modern I mean, health that's your company, yeah. right? There's no ads. Oh, yeah. sorry. Modern uh, Health no, Solution. No, all good. Uh, <laughs> I should have thought that one through. So, yeah, I love it. So, I started one on one practice, and then I quickly saw that that wasn't going to be feasible long term. And so moved into a program. So now we have a program for people with autoimmune conditions. So that's where we started and still going strong. I love it so much. 
And yeah, and so um, now we're moving into ADHD as well because it's such a big one, adult ADHD. And we work with people, a lot of people that are have overcome are still in trauma situations. And people, I naturally end up helping people move through abusive relationships. It's just kind of something that ends up happening. A lot of people that are sick, Mm -hmm. they're in, they're either in or were in a relationship like that. Because it's like, I work with people in my volunteer work where working with women and children, helping them get out of domestic abuse situations and then rebuild their lives. And often that's what I will say to people is, you know, it's like, I will always be there for you and you can stay forever if you want to. The thing is, is like either he's going to kill you or your body will. Because it's like a lot of people who develop illnesses, there is something that is sitting at them. I totally believe that as well. Yeah. Have firsthand knowledge and experience with that as well. Yeah, I think a lot of us do. It's like traumatized generations raising traumatized generations. And we're yeah. just kind of waking up and going, okay, I think we need to do something a little differently. <laughs> well, it sounds like you are doing some really amazing things. You're impacting a lot of people. And it was mm-hmm. such a pleasure to have you on the chat. Thank you so much, Dr. Kristen Wild. I hope to have you back on soon. This was a lot of fun. And it was just, so we totally just went off the cuff. We had no idea where this conversation was going, but I definitely learned quite a bit. It, it, you know, actually, before we sign off, uh, the one thing that I thought was really interesting, just from my own reflection, is when I learned quantum physics and quantum mm-hmm. stuff, uh, it was mm-hmm. like in science class and it was physics, yeah. right? And I hated it. Like it was my worst <laughs> Mark in high school, I will never forget how hard I worked just to pass physics and being very spiritually grounded and being very spiritual. Mm-hmm. And never once made that connection between spirituality and the quantum mm-hmm. physics world. So just really interesting how Amazing. you got to approach learning it and in a time where you were already made that connection. And so you could appreciate mm-hmm. it both from the science and the spiritual side. It's a great point. Yeah. Thank you. So, so cool mm-hmm. talking talk to you. I really, really enjoyed it. And we'll chat soon, I'm sure. Thank you for listening. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Anita Chat Podcast. If you haven't taken a minute to leave a review, I would absolutely love to hear from you. All you need to do is to search for the show, click your star rating, and type in a few words. Also, if there's a specific topic you'd like to see covered in this podcast, if you'd like me to be your coach, or if you want to just chat, feel free to send me an email or shoot me a message through my IG, which you'll find in the show notes. The show notes will also contain any links to the freebies that were referenced in this episode. Until next time, friends, it's been great chatting with you.